Twitch and magic has been hands down the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in like my 30 years of life, no doubt. I can't, I'm trying to think about how to put it into words. The people that hang out in my stream and like every experience that I've been so fortunate enough to like experience has been just, I couldn't imagine life without it. I guess if that makes sense. It has like molded me into like the person I am today. And I never thought that I could be this person. So I'm forever thankful. Hello, what is up? And welcome to Humans of Magic, the podcast that gets up deep and personal with your favorite Magic the Gathering personalities. I'm your host, James Sue. You are listening to episode 96 with Voxy. Voxy is a Twitch streamer and can be found streaming at twitch.tv slash Voxy. In this episode, she's going to share with us her magic origin story, streaming origin story, a lifetime of gaming, and a lot of advice, or I should say perspective, on dealing with being a content creator, dealing with burnout, working on her fitness, and a whole lot of personal sharings and stories. Foxy is an excellent conversationalist. I had a wonderful time talking to her, and I hope you enjoy this episode. A few quick words before we start. You can support Humans of Magic in the following ways. Listen to the backlog of podcasts. Humansofmagic.com is where you can find everything. We're also featured on StarCityGames.com. If you want to follow us on social media, we can be found at Humans of Magic on Twitter and the same name, Humans of Magic, on Instagram. Last but not least, if you want to support the show in an extra way, please visit patreon.com slash humansofmagic, where you can get access to an exclusive Discord and some other perks. The phenomenal music you hear in this episode and every episode of Humans of Magic is supplied by Kupla. That's spelled K-U-P-L-A. Kupla is an absolutely fantastic musician. He's a magic player, and you can find all of his music on all the streaming platforms, including Spotify and SoundCloud. Definitely give him a follow on Twitter as well, Kupla Sound, and uh, tell him Humans of Magic said hi. Foxy, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. I'm doing better now that I have a chance to talk to you. You're one of the most well-known magic streamers, although I think you're a variety streamer at this point. So it's a, <laughs> it's a pleasure and an honor, I guess, is my answer. As of like, yeah, about six hours ago, I've changed to variety streaming. No, no. I, I know you, you said you've been streaming Hades, but I thought you were streaming Elden Ring other stuff before that too, right? I was. Yeah, I actually streamed Elden Ring for an, the entire month of March and a little into April, too, if I'm being honest. Yeah. How, how's that been? Like, just just I guess we'll start with Hades because you've been playing that. I, I, I You seem to be having a lot of fun with it. Is that true? Yes, I played Hades for the first time for about five hours. Um, I was told that it was a horny dating simulator. I was lied to, but I did like the game regardless. Okay, so that was the hook. That was someone told you. That was you, what got me. You got to try this game. It's the dating <laughs> sim of your life. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm a sucker for dating simulators. Oh, really? So, uh, oh, yeah. 
uh, I, I'm trying to remember because I I'm very I'm going to date myself. I have not played da- dating simulator type of games in a while. And even if I did recently, I wouldn't admit it to you. But Why not? Uh, I they're mostly from Japan, right? Because I, I played okay. I played some really old school stuff in the past, like Princess Maker. Uh, I played a whole bunch of like these sort of related games, but I don't know if that's like, is that what's still going on now? Or is it, is it, uh, is it different now? Or is it, are they from North America? Like, is it global now, the dating sim industry? I have no idea. I have played, I think like a total of five. I played Doki Doki Literature Club. I played now Hades, which was, I guess, not (laughs) kind of had a full boyfriend and boyfriend dungeon. Okay, so what is the what is the draw for the dating sims? Is it just like you can be yourself, or is it so that you cannot, you don't have to be yourself and do crazy things? <laughs> just like, <laughs> you know, there's got to be a. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think how to answer this in a um appropriate way. Uh. I just like, I just like, I just like himbos. I'm going to be flat out honest with you. I like himbos online. I think it's fun playing the dating simulator. I just have a blast with it. Okay. So it's just, it's just fun, good old fashioned yeah. fun role playing. Okay. Yes. That's probably the most there we go. answer. Okay. Okay. So going back to Hades, I know we got way off track from my original question, but <laughs> so you've, you've been having a blast and do you, I, I'm curious, do you have actually any this must be long gone, but do you have any anxiety at all, like playing a new game in front of a live audience? Because I assume, I don't know, I can't speak for you, but it's just for me, I would find that to be very nerve wracking. Like I'm still trying to figure out the controls and like how the game works and I'm not practiced at it yet. Is it is it just fun for you to kind of venture into the unknown that way? Or how do you feel about that? I should have asked before I started, is it cool if I cuss? It's totally cool because I am having you on the podcast. So I know oh, okay, that we're going to get that. It's not, this is not a podcast for kids. So you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, to answer your question, actually, no, I don't have any anxiety anymore. I'm more of a fuck it. I'll do it live and learn that way. It's more fun for me that way. Honestly, doing it in front of people. Okay. Weirdly enough. How did you, were you always like that or did it? No. Okay. What, how, what was the what flipped the switch for you? Was it when you first started streaming or was it something else? I think it happened like during my time streaming, the kind of anxiety and things like that. Like I still have, um, like, you know, my insecurities and like little things like that, but it's nowhere near what it was. I would say like two or a year and a half ago or so. Um, I would say it's repetition doing it every day and, it's one of those things like progress. You don't really see it as it's happening. You just kind of look back one day and you're like, oh, whoa, I've kind of come a long way. And this was one of those things where like at this point, streaming is so second nature to me that <laughs> I'll be like playing a game offline or something and something will happen in the game. And I will do like an office look up to my webcam that's not even on. Like I'm sitting in that, like just how I would is <laughs> if I was streaming right? or like I'll make some comment or like something like that. I'll look up at the thing, like shake my head. Like there's nobody there. I look yeah. bonkers doing this, but I don't know. It's just, I guess, second nature at this point. This is funny. I remember talking to a streamer and he said that he got so used to streaming for an audience where if he didn't even want to play video games on his own anymore, because he's like, you know, 
I'm going to waste this because I could do it while streaming. I don't know. I, I don't know. I do think you... of that kind of, in kind a way. of? like not, when it comes quite. to new games, like if I'm trying something new, I want to experience it like with, you know, like other people that either like also like the game themselves and like know what's coming. Like in uh, Hades, there's like a boss that's coming. I have no idea, but they know. Right. And like, that's fun because like, I don't know about you, but like, I love watching people like try draft or sealed for the first time. Like, like even if they're just like kind of familiar with magic, like if they're not really familiar with limited, I love watching people like figure it out and like hear what they say is like, you know, they like, they like this card or don't like this card or don't understand this card. It's just fun. So like, I get it. And I also like doing it with them. So I don't know. It's, they become stream has become a massive, uh, role in my life. And I, it's yeah, just like an everyday thing for me now. Yeah, I to- I totally understand that feeling of just pure discovery. Maybe maybe discovery is the word. It's just like you're you're drafting, you're trying to figure out how these synergies work for the first time and there's this sort of light bulb moment or you're discovering a new boss for the first time and you just jump out of your seat and it's just there's something very pure about that and it's kind of nice to experience that as a as a community or as a group, right? I agree. Like you get, like, you know, it almost takes you back to like the feeling that you had when you first played the game or like you like first encountered a boss or like first ended up in a new world. And like, you kind of can relate to that feeling and it's a good feeling. So I don't know. I like sharing it with other people. I like when people share it when like they stream and stuff. So I, I don't know. That's kind of, I like to do it um, online versus offline. It's also interesting to hear you say that it's only been in the last two years, year and a half that you feel a bit better about removing the anxiety from the stream or from the performance. Like uh, it, that kind of surprised me because I thought that you've been streaming longer. So I just assumed that you had that all figured out. <laughs> I've been streaming for uh, October. It'll be four years. So about three and a half at this point. Um, but yeah, I would say confidently, I am a completely different person than I was four years ago, thankfully. (laughs) Okay. So now I have to know, like, you know, doing streams other than Magic Arena, is that something that, not in the moment, of course, because you're having a blast playing Elden Ring or Hades, but do do you have concerns or worries about, like, going into a game that you're not as well known for is that is that a consideration because i've talked to streamers who are a bit hesitant to go into other games because they're like oh you know my audience is going to be halved or or even less and things like that does that ever cross your mind oh absolutely it's a very real thing like when you kind of like become i guess somewhat well known for playing a certain game and switching into something else is really nerve-wracking because like you don't know like whether or not people will in, like, I guess you're worried people won't enjoy you. I guess it's kind of like a, like, like magic, you know, like it's universally like, well, not universally, but it's mainly like by um, most people that hang out and like my channel at least. And so like, it's kind of a, it does, it crosses your mind. Like, do these, like, do, do people care about, I guess, watching me play and like, I only say that because you asked. That's a very small thought in my mind. Like it definitely crosses my mind, but it's not major enough that you would not do it. No, right? obviously. So yeah. I, 
I have a really good time doing this. And I like, I'm not like super big on, I used to be not at all about complimenting myself, but I put a lot of like, you can just tell I'm having fun. Cause I am like, yeah, I'm having yeah. the most that's genuine. Like, Elden yeah. ring. I, a month, that's the longest I have not streamed magic since I started streaming in the last three and a half years, a whole month. I took a whole month off right. and I just played elder. I had so much fun like it was such a good game yeah so on the one hand elden ring was a ton of fun for you uh, hades is a ton of fun for you but on the other hand was there something about arena that you just wanted to take a break or like what was it exactly um i would say it was arena mixed with i guess like I think that month of Elden Ring after it was like done and I beat it, I didn't realize how burnt out I actually was. Like you do something for 30 to 35 hours a week for so long that you take a little kind of break from that thing. You're like, wow, like that was actually like really nice. And I didn't realize how burnt out I was. And I guess in the past I've done what I call like variety weeks. I would maybe do like two to three of them a year where like I would do it differently, either a painting stream or like a new random game for just a week straight and then like back to magic. And then, I don't know, I've been having a lot of fun this last, like, I would say two months exploring things other than magic. For sure, magic will 100% be my like main game, but it's been really nice and honestly very good for my mental to play other games on top of magic. Yeah, I mean, magic must be the game that you played the most in your life at this point, right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. This is, this is, I would say like not even close, <laughs> like not, well, I would say the only other closest thing is, uh, my world of Warcraft time in high school, but that's a long time. Oh, okay. We gotta, we gotta talk about that. We gotta talk oh, about that. Okay. You, you mentioned this, so it's fair game. And you also okay, tweeted right. about, you know, your, your past as a gamer. So I, I, okay. I, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to get too excited and jump over the place, but, um, I want to know basically your, your career quote unquote as a gamer like how did you start playing games in the first place like video games in general or like streaming Just anything like video games in general before the I, streaming life okay. more than four years ago like when you were okay. a kid or whenever yeah so. yeah 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 yeah. i have been playing games for as long as i can remember like i'm like young 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 i think my my most favorite game was spyro on playstation and i would play like the most out of that game that was like my game I would say as like a child there's also you know like Game Boy different um handheld consoles things like that I played a lot of Pokemon uh a lot of Pokemon yeah. especially yeah. growing up and then I would say little other games here and there um but World of Warcraft kind of came around when I was in high school yeah well I started playing it in high school um and that sucked me in yeah. like I didn't know was like I would bring my laptop to like social events and raid or like oh, do battlegrounds yeah. or yeah. like I was in it. I would go to every midnight pre-release. I worked at a grocery store at the time. I would take multiple days off new set release so I could go to the GameStop at midnight and get the Warlords Arena or can't, whatever. Which is cataclysm. Huh? Yeah. Oh yeah. I was in it. I was de I was lost in the sauce. And yeah. I was was what good. what was your what was your character? Like what was your all time favorite wow character? like yeah what, what okay what well play? i have you so you played right 
I did not play. <laughs> I no, did not, oh, you got I did so not, excited. I just so assumed I, that you played too. No, no, I'm one of those weird people. I was going to ask you, Alliance or Horde? No, I, 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 I'm one of those weird people that I read more about games now than I okay. do playing them. But I, I definitely had friends who were sucked in. Uh, even uh, So I'm going to date myself again. I, I was like, <laughs> I remember um, Ultima Online. I remember, um, gosh, what was the other game? EverQuest. Yeah. So I remember like the pre oh, I know EverQuest. Uh, WoW stuff. I played Warcraft 1 and 2. So that this is really dating myself when like, you know, we had modems and stuff like that. But um, okay. I was already like in college when WoW dropped. So I, I had enough self-control to not. And also I knew I have, addic- I have an addictive personality. So I knew the moment if I just tried logging into wow i was going to lose the next 10 years of my life so i'm the same way i was <laughs> to be very careful with what i like i, I have to be in. very careful I, <laughs> I, at the age of 22 23 i already knew myself to that extent like i am james i'm not going to get into you don't want to get into this right now because i saw my friends just lose their entire they got sucked oh, yeah. in right it's like that oh, yeah. south park episode it's like yeah that oh, was going to be me so um oh, sorry it's a huge detour so w- what character did you play <laughs> uh so i mained a warlock i had a human warlock a drain shaman and then i had a night elf priest so i was for the alliance which really surprises a lot of people but i was actually a horde at first and then a lot of my friends played alliance and i switched and then i like never really like hung out with them so i was oh. just already on alliance okay and so i just stayed there and honestly Here's my thing. Stormwind is nicely mapped out. You can tell where you're going. With Stormwind is like the main hub for like the alliance and it's very well put together. Yeah. And Orgrimmar is a shit show and you can't find anything and I don't know where anything <laughs> is and it's all mushed together. Are and you sure ugly. that's not just your bias from being on the alliance side? No, it no. really okay, is. Okay, because you started with Horde. Okay. <laughs> Maybe okay. a little bit of bias, but I'm not going to admit that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay were you doing all the all the so you were doing all the raids like basically every day you would be like the like because i heard for a while you have to i'm sure everyone listening to this knows this stuff but like you have to you basically have to be on right like you have to literally be like online every day so you can participate in these uh is it raids or quests together yeah. with other players yeah raids you could do like dungeons i really like to play battlegrounds which was like i don't really know if you would call them mini i don't run not really how sure you describe them to people who don't really play wow like kind of like little mini cues you can enter mini games and then i liked raiding firelands a lot um so i did a lot of that okay so doing that in high school like did it just it sounds like it just completely destroyed your your social life like you were just it was just working at the grocery store and playing wow (laughs) is that what Uh I mean, my friends, my friends have always like, I've, I've got one friend that I've been with, uh, friends with since the eighth grade. And she like, has always known that I play World of Warcraft. They're always like very accepting of it. Like, I mean, they poke fun at me, right? Like it was, it was 2008. So like, people are going to poke fun at you for that back then. But like, I didn't care. Yeah. I was still playing it. I mean, so how, how did you going back a little bit? Like, how did you get into video games in the first place? Is it just something that runs in the family like did you have siblings who did it or do you have friends who just introduce you to you know these gateway drugs like spyro and handheld and things like that i don't i can't remember if it was like a person that introduced me to games i just i like try to look back i don't really have the best memory but i try to look back and i've just always liked playing video games like i think the first thing i ever got was a pink game boy uh advance color Mm -hmm. and like pokemon red 
and my brother got Pokemon Blue. And then like ever since then, like we had the PlayStation, PlayStation 2, the Wii, like all of that growing up. So just different games and certain ones stuck. And I don't know. I've just I've always enjoyed playing games like my whole life. Yeah. So you have one one brother. Is that it? Yes. Just one younger brother, Garrett. Okay. Are you guys still on good terms? We, when we became adults, I would say the last six years we've become okay. We did not like each other at all growing up, but you know, that's like, I would say normal sibling stuff, but we really yeah. did not like each other. That, that's pretty <laughs> so, normal. Yeah. Yeah. So now that we're adults and can like communicate properly, like, yes, we're fine now. And we are like accepting of each other. Okay. And he knows you're a streamer. Obviously he must yes, have watched... he's been on stream a couple times. Oh, okay. So have you guys played some games or drafted together? Or <laughs> yeah, I played Magic with him. He's been on stream, I think, like twice now at this point. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't think he'll do it again. He, it's not really his thing. He's told me that before, but I really enjoyed having him on when I did. And people love Garrett. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, I Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, first of all, in the world, there's, there's a lot of gamers. But then to, to be a gamer and to want to be a streamer, that's like... Uh, a smaller category right so i can definitely yeah. understand that yeah is he is he still into games at all or is he oh he's very into yeah he's he's deep deep in runescape oh yeah and other okay. games too but mainly runescape okay okay yeah that's pretty normal i i have a i have a younger brother he's uh three years younger than i am just just one younger brother and yeah we we definitely get along better now as adults so i can definitely mm-hmm. <laughs> relate to that because i think when we were younger <laughs> we were just fighting like literally physically fighting and wrestling all oh the time. yeah yeah so um oh yeah the physical yeah yeah attacks yes okay yeah you don't have to admit to any of that i, I no, know yeah i know never, no no no, no. Allegedly, you've never, allegedly allegedly you've never had any altercations <laughs> with your brother i was just no 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 story yeah um so i know you you're still in atlanta right and you did you grow up in atlanta were you like born and raised in atlanta or what's your story um, I was born in Atlanta and I moved to North Dakota when I was 22. And then I moved to South Carolina when I was 25 or six. And then I moved back here and I just bought a house in August of 2020. Congrats. I remember, I remember you tweeting something about the house, how you had to uh qualify for the mortgage was it by proving that you were a streamer right (laughs) well they didn't so like when you're trying to get a a, i've apparently this is a common thing for kind of people who do like youtube and twitch and stuff first of all other people all the people are like what the heck is this is this a real what is your job right yeah exactly and they were like they didn't get it and so they like my mortgage lender like watched my stream before he would give me you know the loan he was like oh okay I think I understand. Thankfully in Atlanta, there's a lot of like, um, like musical talent, like creative uh, people, creative rappers, a lot of people like live here, YouTube people. So I was paired with somebody who was kind of able to understand kind of what, you know, how that kind of works. Same with like the guy that does my taxes. Like he like works with a lot of people that do YouTube. So Mm -hmm. he like understands like the little weird niche things that need to go on. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, so what made you decide to sorry, I'm jumping all over the place, but like I'm really curious. No, you're good. I jump all the place all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh so what made you wanna I assume because you're you have a house here, you you're settled here now. So what made you kind of want to what's the what's the draw for you for you to be in Atlanta as opposed to the places that you you moved to in the past? 
I think the draw is, so I lived in North Dakota for a little bit, a little over a year. I lived in South Carolina for a little over a year. Um, and then I ended up buying a house here. My family is here and like my friends are here and like, I'm familiar with the area. And I think it's not only that, but I, the whole, like, I guess, romanticized idea of like, you know, don't like, don't live in your hometown and like, you know, move out of state or whatever. I just don't know if I buy into that. Cause I don't know, Georgia's got good weather and, um, well, I mean, as good, it's got all the seasons, right? Like I'm not a right. fan of, I don't like the snow. Yep. I don't like the cold. So like George is good for that here. And then honestly, if you need to go anywhere, it's about a five hour drive. Like you want to go to the mountains, you want to go to like Tennessee, you want to go to like Disney, you want to go to like the beach. Like a lot of things are within like a decent driving distance. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, I don't know, you get like a little bit of everything and like Atlanta is like a pretty big hub for like, uh, I would say like a lot of cons and like different things like that. Like, so I don't know, I really like Atlanta and I like, I like knowing my surroundings. I'm kind of like a creature of habit in that sense. And I did the whole like move elsewhere for a little while and it was nice and it was fine, but I don't know, wasn't anything special about it. So I decided like, this is the place I want to be. Yeah. I think that there's something good about just being sure of yourself and just, just like, yeah, yeah this is where I want to be. And, you know, I think, I think there's, there's a lot to be said for just being comfortable. And as you said, like just now there's, there's a lot of optionality. Like you can go hiking, you can do, there's options, you can do things. Right. So yes. it's nice. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of, I mean, Atlanta is like very lively and then it's also very quiet, like depending on where you go, like everything that you could want is like kind of in this area. So I dig it. Yes. So I can personally vouch for the people in Atlanta and in Georgia in general being very nice because I did visit Atlanta one time. It was, mm -hmm. uh, I think it was GP Atlanta. It was a, it was a legacy format GP. I remember that. Uh, okay. It must have been like a year or two before the pandemic. Uh, it's, I mean, before the pandemic stuff, it just feels like a lifetime ago now, but it does. Uh, it really yeah. does. But I do remember people being like really, nice because I, I mean i'm not from the u.s so it's like i, I uh -huh. i'm only a visitor so obviously what i've experienced is is can be limited but of course i remember the food being superb the people being very nice the weather being really good um it was funny like we stayed at a what we thought was a pretty nice airbnb like it wasn't that far away from the i think it was the atlanta convention center i don't even remember but it was like not that far away from the gp itself but I remember our Uber driver asking us, why are you staying there? Like, apparently it's supposed to be not in a good neighborhood, but oh, we no. had no idea. But it was a super nice uh, Airbnb, but we just had no idea. But it's like, it's it's also, I'm not bringing the story up to, to, to talk trash about the city, but it's just like, it's also kind of cool that um, the drivers are pretty like direct and people there seem to be like very straight. And that's, that's, that's kind of nice. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that your experience was good, even if apparently your Airbnb was not in a good place. <laughs> oh, I mean, the Airbnb was awesome, but it, it must awesome. have been like a fixer upper in some some place. But uh, I think the other thing I remember was just the the traffic wasn't so good. But I don't know, depending on where you <laughs> live, it might be different, right? So. No, Atlanta traffic is hell. It's I mean, no matter what time you're driving, you're going to be stuck in traffic and you're going to hit lots okay. of potholes on the way so it's so. it's nice to have a profession where you can you can stream at home then <laughs> oh yeah i am incredibly fortunate with that yeah yeah 
Um, so yeah, I, I, I mean, you're, you're in Atlanta now and, uh, how did you get, how did you get into, to magic? Cause you've been playing, you've been playing world of Warcraft and like, how did you go from that? Was there like a sev- it must've been like a lot of years, but tell me the story, how you got into magic basically. Sure. I got into magic in 2014, uh, cons of Tarkir block. The person that I was with at the time, my partner taught me how to play magic and, I just kind of learned from there and I started picking it up and we would go and draft every Monday um, in Atlanta. And I guess just learning from there on. And then arena came out and I started playing arena in, I would say right around when I was like starting to stream. So I played paper magic first and then arena came second for me. Okay. I, there's a lot I want to unpack just right there in your okay. statement. So first of all, when your previous partner asked you to play magic and do the Monday night magic draft or mm-hmm. Monday night magic thing, were you initially skeptical? Like what the heck is this game? Or did you already have like a pretty, like, like, I don't know, like, is this your first like fantasy trading card game or like, how, yes, were you... it was my first one. So what, what was your first impressions of magic? So I, w- I was not skeptical. I was all in it. Like I like like weird, like nerdy shit. So like this was yeah. like our, I was already like into it. Right. And like I liked, you know, I my partner was interested in it and they wanted to teach me. So I was very into it because I don't know. I think it's nice when you want to like share something with your partner that you love and like you give it like a fair shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I mean, I it's been so long at this point. I can remember this like he taught me through like starter decks. Um, and I remember opening the starter deck and I was like, oh my God, is this card really good? It has a skull on it. And it was a fucking swamp. And I was like, hey, it's the biggest uh, and he skull was like, symbol. Ah, not really. <laughs> I mean, kind of. <laughs> so it was, I remember it was like a learning curve. And then um, we had another couple that we would play commander with. So I, I actually started out playing uh, limited in commander. Oh, okay. Excellent. Excellent. So did you quickly figure out how to, I mean, you must've quickly figure out how to play, but then did you figure out like, what was your, what was your favorite like color or deck or strategy at that point? God, I still don't know how to play, but I will say, I think that the, so I was like kind of taught with limited, which is why I've always just loved limited. Mm -hmm. The thing that hooks me on it. And I guess also hooked me back then is the randomness of it i am a sucker for like a grab bag or like a surprise because like, you don't know what your like rare is going to be you don't know what your pack is going to look like and it's almost like a puzzle that like yeah. you have to put together yourself and solve it and you have to like do it right then and there like you aren't just like given this thing and like okay go play the deck and like figure it out that way like you kind of have to make it yourself which is i think what really draws me to limited it's just like i like opening packs it's one of my favorite things i love opening booster packs i love opening set boosters i it's yeah it's a good it smells good it feels good i <laughs> yeah. just feel like there's a smell to opening like packs and i don't know i just love it and so yeah. i like the randomness of it all and that's why i love limited and commander i like for like the social aspect of it like my perfect like Friday night was like our commander group, the four of us like pizza. And like, at the time, like I was smoking hookah. So like, we'd have a hookah in the middle of the table, just mm-hmm. like play, like play commander, eat pizza for like six hours until like two o'clock in the morning. 
that sounds like a good time. So a good time. Yeah. Were you into the whole collecting magic cards at some point? Or was it just like draft and then just it, it doesn't matter. It's more about the gameplay. Uh not at first. I would still say it's still about the gameplay for me. Um, I have like a binder of cards that like I really like and like, you know, for different reasons and stuff. Um, and I do have like boxes of magic cards that I've collected over like the last couple years, especially streaming too. Mm-hmm. Um like draft chaff, certain things. But yeah, I would say it's more about like the gameplay and like figuring things out. And I don't know. I just, I like how it makes me think, I guess is like a weird way of saying it. But, mm-hmm. and also like, I know that this is going to sound weird, but like they say as you, as you get older, I just turned 30. As you get older, like playing card games is supposed to like kind of keep you I guess more sharp. That's why they say like people, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, I like yep. that too. Like yep. I'm terrified of losing my mind. And yeah. Like, I mean, I I'm, know. I'm what basically halfway senile already. That's why I like, play magic. I, <laughs> I am, it's a legitimate fear. I don't think I've ever talked about this before, but like, mm-hmm. that's another thing that like, I think like, it's not a main factor okay. of why I play, but it's something I definitely think about. So some people do the New York times crossword. Some people do Sudoku and some people play magic, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody has their thing. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to think about your, such a lofty term, but your gaming past or career, like, did you, had you played, uh, something like magic before? Cause I imagine world of Warcraft is not really like that. Like magic, at least the way you describe magic for you is more about the like puzzles and synergy and like problem solving and putting things together on the fly. It's almost like the way you describe it almost reminds me of Lego. Like you have to creatively build something on the spot so i'm wondering if that has been like has always been your tool bag have you been exposed to other games like that in the past i think i can confidently say that i've never played a game like magic before like it's always been things like you know world of warcraft spyro skyrim things like that if i played a lot of first person shooters i played overwatch i played PUBG. i've never magic i think is in its kind of own little wheelhouse for me of things that I've played and it's like become the game that I've been just fallen in love with over the years. And I don't know, I don't really see it stopping anytime soon. Yeah. I mean, how, I I know I kind of interrupted you there, but how did you go from playing magic, like paper magic commander limited playing arena to actually taking the plunge and doing streaming like there must have been something right that like i feel like there's such a huge line between people that stream and people that just play games like what was the was there a particular event or events that made you want to do that so i started actually streaming in july of 2018 and i was actually streaming PUBG. um me and my partner played at the time and like my brother also played and I just thought it was like kind of a fun little thing. It wasn't, I was actually still in school at the time. So it was just something I was doing, I guess, for like fun. And then I don't remember how I learned about arena. It was still in, it was open beta at the time. I didn't make it into closed beta. I got into open beta. Uh, and I just picked it up from there. And I remember my very first stream was like, I mean, it was when I first started streaming. So like PUBG, it was like, I think I had like maybe five people in my stream. And I think my first magic stream, I had like 30 or something like that. So like, that was very like kind of jarring to me. Um, and I just kind of slowly moved away from PUBG 
and went more into magic. I would say I streamed PUBG. I maybe streamed like 40 hours within like a four month period. Like it wasn't really anything at all, but magic, I mean, I already played and I was like learning. I was like, I could not leave my house and still play the game that I like. And I mean, what are the downsides? So I just started streaming from there. Was it just like a skyrocketing kind of thing going from like 30 viewers to just more and more and more? Because it feels to me like you got in at a really good time, right? Because it was the early days of arena. But like, was it just that was the growth just like incredibly fast and validating? Or what was it like back in those days? So I contribute a lot of kind of where I am in magic today to like two different people. Um, Muffin Pastry Pie used to stream uh muffin was i believe in nursing school at the time and i believe that they graduated mm-hmm. and uh they would raid me with i remember getting my first raid of like 200 people and <laughs> like when you're streaming to like 15 to yeah. 20 people getting yeah. like 2 to 250 people is absolutely not only terror like cool and but mainly terrifying really you don't really know what to do and i remember like thanking did you get all nervous like when they all it's like they just dropped in right oh i freaked out i started thanking every single follow i was and i remember now they're um, watching me i remember muffin messaged me she was like hey don't thank every single follow like you're gonna waste because i was i spent 10 minutes right like naming off every single person that followed like you like it just kind of comes with like time she's like hey if you want to like you know like play the game that's what we're here for i was like okay that makes sense and also um covert go blue covert go blue also rated me a lot they Mm -hmm. would um uh also like with muffin like they were really good friends and they would Mm. just raid me with like 200 plus like they did it multiple times and i like to contribute that as kind of like like almost like a kick in the butt of like you know like how i kind of got on the path that i went on Mm -hmm. um but yeah they would consistently raid me and it was really cool and now i've actually met cgb in person actually at this last past packs um which is neat and he is awesome just Mm -hmm cool as shit uh it was really a cool experience i got to meet a lot of different people there um but yeah i would say and then i would say i went to from the raids i would say in late 2018 and i think my other biggest thing that i could contribute to like my growth in magic was i got a raid at the end of one of the mythic invitationals Mm. Um, like the 10,000 plus people raid that they do. Oh yeah. And I can remember that day very clearly in my mind. Um, describe it. I just, when you're going, I think I had like, I think I maybe had 80 to maybe a hundred people in my stream at the time going from that to like 10,000 people. Um, the clip is unfortunately gone because of, I don't know, the DMCA, if you've heard about like, you know, the copyright strikes, stuff like that. I kind of did like a clip purge not that long ago, mm-hmm. just to like be sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had a clip and I got a big ray and I remember looking and I was like, well, somebody call my mom because uh, I've peaked. This is it. <laughs> this is the coolest thing I'll ever do in my life. Thankfully, that was not true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've done some other cool things since then. But yeah, it was. Like I still have people that like stayed from that day, and are like I remember that day. Like that's how I found you was through the magic raid. Right, right. Just it, it, it it's I I can I'm just trying to imagine. It must be just this exhilarating feeling, like 
I don't know, like kind of like cash money falling from the sky and just landing in your lap or something. Like, obviously it's not like that, but it's just something that's so unexpected, but so cool, right? Yeah, I, I would say it was more of like, I'm going to throw up all over the carpet. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's relatively close to the feeling, okay. I guess. Adrenaline rush or something yeah, like a, that. Yeah, a huge adrenaline rush. It really is. Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, that I, I'm really happy for you. I mean, obviously, this is a very belated happy for you because, you know, it was years ago. But um, <laughs> but, but, um, there, it's, but it's also a testament to you just putting yourself in a spot where you got noticed, right? Because there's no way someone like Muffin or CGB or Magic would even raid you unless you were doing something right in the first place, right? I, 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 I don't know. I honestly, I don't know why they chose me back then. I'm obviously like forever grateful and thankful. And I just, I don't know. I couldn't tell you, like, I'm so like far, uh, removed from the person I used to be so long ago. So it's kind of weird to think back to those times, but Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's Twitch and magic has been hands down the greatest thing that's ever happened to me in like my 30 years of life. No doubt. That's great. We can use this as a soundbite. I think that would be. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, clip it, ship it. We're done. Exactly. Right. You can't, you can't really top that. So, uh, I think it's also it's also like the way I'm asking about it is also kind of flawed, right? Because I think humans as humans, we're just very bad at analyzing what happened to us in the past. You know how like people always yeah. have this sort of like success narrative, like, yeah, of course I I was successful because I did this, this, and this, right? Sure. But uh it's not such a uh a straight line or direct correlation. So um anyways, I, I don't know what what I'm trying to say, but I, it's just nice to hear about kind of your 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 journey there and you know magic's obviously been uh really great for that and i mean tell me what it what what it's been like i mean you had mentioned a bit about you know there have been some challenges but like what what's your like it's four years of streaming right three and a half years so three and a half yeah yeah i mean you yeah i mean has it been mostly good like how would you describe that whole that whole thing best thing that's ever happened. Like I, I can't, I'm trying to think about how to put it into words. Like <sighs> Twitch and like the people that hang out in my stream and like every experience that I've like been so fortunate enough to like experience has been just, I couldn't imagine life without it. I guess if that makes sense, it has like molded me into like the person I am today. And I never thought that I could be this person. So I'm forever thankful. So this is something I'm really curious about is because most people only know you from, from Twitch, honestly speaking, right? Like your, your online self. So is, is the, is the Twitch Voxy similar to the Voxy in real life? Is it a different person? Like how, how, how would you describe that? I would say, I feel like you do something for so long. It's kind of hard for things not to like bleed over into like either your online life or your real life. But like, I would say like Voxy is like just me cranked up to 11, right? Like I am, (laughs) I would get people, um, that would say things like, oh, I would love to play you in 
real life. I would love for you to, you know, like yell whenever I board up you and stuff. I'm over here sitting here thinking, I'm like, I don't actually yell. Like, you were probably not real, yelling like, I, when I you were drafting on Monday, no. on Mondays, right? I could, yeah. I could be in society and like be like, a, like I, I will say like, if I get excited, like I am very like animated and loud, I would say it's just me cranked up. Like it is me but mm-hmm. me cranked up a little higher than normal. Mm-hmm. If I can't be dramatic, then what's the point of all of this, right? Like I'm just here to just scream and yell and have a good time. So at the risk of being a little bit inside baseball, like, did you have to, did you have to like experiment with different ways of expressing yourself in the four years or three and a half years that you've been streaming? Like, did you figure out like, okay, people kind of want to see the Voxy cranked up to 11 or like, Whereas previously, maybe you were cranked to nine, like how, like what, what's that process been like? I don't know how conscious you are about it. I guess that's. No, I am. I am. I am really conscious, especially over the last years, believe it or not. Actually, I used to be a lot more calm and I know that that sounds like there's no way in fucking hell, but I, I like was still, you know, cursing a lot. And I actually remember people when I first started streaming, um, I will never forget that somebody had said this to me. They're like, if you, you know, if you want wizards and magic to take you seriously like you're gonna have to stop cursing like you're gonna have to be a little more (laughs) family friendly (laughs) okay but that was our but it was already the wizards already rated you right so no this was before this was like within the first two months of me streaming like a lot of people that like you know i was new and i'm still very impressionable like i mean not to the point where i was like it was like i was listening to anything anybody said right Mm -hmm, um yeah, to that person, I had to say, you're way fucking off, bud. <laughs> <laughs> way off. Right. Glad I didn't listen to you. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. there's maybe maybe there's some logic to that, but it's it's a different trajectory. Maybe, right? but it's a yeah. different thing that I'm just not, I don't know. I can't, I can't not, I guess. And like, I uh-huh. have mad respect for people who are able to like, you know, reel it in and like, I, I can. And, you know, if I absolutely have to, like, you know, mm-hmm. Um, for certain things that I've done or uh, things that I've been on, I can mm-hmm. absolutely reel it in. But like for my everyday stream, like I don't want to do that. I just want to like fuck around and have a good time. And I have been. So I actually used to be a lot more like, you know, calm. And I used to not speak my mind very much. Like when I first started streaming, like I would just listen to whatever the chat said. Like if there was a card, like I would pick it because they said it. Um, and I would like draft based on like voting and like what they said. And weirdly enough, I could never get out of silver. And then the second I stopped listening to people and mm-hmm. just started playing the game, suddenly I hit mythic every season. It's kind of wild how that happened. That is wild. That is wild. There might be something <laughs> there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But no, I used to, I used to like not stick up for myself and very much like let people just kind of walk all over me. And I do not do that anymore. And I will never go back to that. How, how did you figure it out? Was it just one day you, you realized that, or is it like talking to other streamers? Like what, what was that process like? I think it was an over, over time kind of process. Like I was just sick of people like feeling like they knew what was right for me or like they were like coming in my stream and kind of like commanding little things that I did. And I was like, okay, you know, like, yeah, sure. Like that sounds right. Like we'll do that, you know? And it just, it also came with a very big shift happened in my life, like 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of like, I would say that was like kind of the beginning of like the birth of figuring out who I was as a person, like making me the person that I am today. So a mixture of all the good and bad things that just 
came at a certain time, I guess. And now it's just practice makes progress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that all makes sense because I, I, I think for streamers, a lot of streamers, it's like a lot of streamers were never public before or not to that extent. Right. So now you have this fire hose of people just telling you what to do and you, it's a weird relationship because like in some ways they're supporting you, they're watching you, they're giving you subs. But on the other hand, you can't really like, you can't listen to everyone's feedback because then it's like that old saying, like then nobody's going to be happy. It's like, if you, if you try to make everyone happy, then no one's going to be happy kind of thing. Right. A thousand percent. If I could go back to my like very beginning of like streaming myself, I would just like one of the things I would tell myself is not everybody's going to like you. Like one of the, like my favorite sayings is like, you could be like the ripest and juiciest peach in the world. And there's just going to be somebody who doesn't like peaches. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. So how, I guess I'm trying to figure out like in those early days, right. Maybe the first mm-hmm. one or two years, like how did you have, did you actually come close to did you love it the whole way mostly? Or did you come close to thinking like, maybe this is not for me? Because I feel like for streamers, there's kind of a in inflection point where it's like they they either burn out or they decide like, I can manage this. Like, was there a particular point where you kind of figured out like, I can do this or I figured out how to mentally process doing it? Because it's a wild job, right? It is a wild job, yeah. Um. I can't say that there was any point that I was like, I can't do this because to be honest with you, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I didn't really have any expectations. And I think that is something that helped me in the long run. I was just, I was having a good, I still am having a good time, right? Like I'm, I've said this before. I'm just really happy to be here. Like, I just really love it. And like, I'm excited to like, it just kind of, this was never the plan to do this full time. It just kind of fell into that for me, if that makes any sense. So what was your original plan A? Like, like, I guess there's an alternate universe where Voxy just is not a streamer. Like, did you have something in mind? You mentioned like you, you, you were in school and like, so yeah, yeah, what was your backup plan or, or plan A? So my plan A, I was actually in school to be an esthetician, which is like skincare therapy, like facials, waxing, um, like laser hair removal, things like that. Um, stuff to do with skin. And I was in school while I was streaming at the time and working at like a pizza place. I was like doing a lot of things at once. Um, and the plan was, I mean, I was a full-time esthetician for about six months and, uh, I was streaming part-time at the time. I actually got partnered somewhere in between there in March. I started my full-time job in January, being an esthetician. I would go work eight-hour days, come home, stream for three to four hours, and then do it all again the next day. Um, And then uh, summer, I so about seven months into my new job, I fell into a place in my life to where I... Uh, wasn't doing esthetician anymore and I really didn't have much else going on. So I just started streaming uh, more hours and more and more. And then it just completely took off. I think that's the point where it took off for me. Um, Like that's when the magic raids happen. That's when uh, I went to TwitchCon that year and I got to meet people. And that's when just uh, I got my first preview card and 
um like that was i would say the <laughs> weirdly enough the the worst time in my real life was the best time in my online life oh interesting. If that makes any sense yeah so does that mean that you kind of use magic or twitch i hate to use the word but it, maybe it's a, like a diversion or escape from what was going on in your in your real life or non -magic? no you're right you're right okay i did hmm. yeah okay so i mean at that point were you just like did you have a thought like I'm just all in on magic? Like I, I guess esthetician and other things they can just take a back burner because it just made more maybe more financial or other sense to to just just do magic, right? Just go more into magic. It was um, at the time it was the only thing that brought me any joy. So, <laughs> okay. like like only like the only source of happiness I had was like magic and Twitch. <laughs> so I guess mm -hmm. they kind of went hand in hand. Yeah, for sure. Did people feel that like at the time when you were streaming, like, did you talk about it on your stream or I, I don't um, know what it was like? I didn't flat out like say, I've never been one to like, I guess I'm very separate from I know what you mean. You're public, yeah. but you're private, right? It, yeah, kind exactly. Of, yeah. Yes. Um, okay. I think I maybe mentioned it and I'm sure like, you know, people are smart. They could kind of pick up on the situation and like I had moved, you know, my street background changed, right? Like that's a little bit weird. And I didn't like, I can't, you can't really just be in a new place one day. Like, oh yeah. Okay. This is where we are now. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, I live with my dad. So this is really fun. Uh, so I actually yeah. moved back in with my dad and I'm sure I briefly mentioned it. And like I said, people are smart. I'm sure mm -hmm. they picked up on, you know, mm -hmm. I, it was not needed to be said, but mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure it was figured out. I guess it's just hard if you're watching someone for, I don't know how many hours a week to not notice something. Right. It's it, cause yeah. it's not like you're just producing a, like a three minute YouTube clip or something like that. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to like your life, right? Like if you like have a thought or like an emotion, like I've gotten better over the years. Um, but it's, it was very hard to hide that and mask that at, yeah. especially at that time yeah. in my life. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, if it's okay, I'll switch gears a little bit. Uh, sure. I, I, um, I also wanted to ask you about, you know, just, the Twitch community or maybe the community of other streamers, like you had mentioned, you know, a few folks who have really helped you along the way. And, uh, are you particularly close to other magic streamers or other even non-magic streamers these days? Like what, what is the Twitch streamer community? Like, like, is it, are, is it a pretty close knit group or is it like you guys are all too busy streaming to, <laughs> to really interact with each other? I feel like, like I, there are certain people I interact with like more than like play certain games with more than others. Like for mm -hmm. example, Amy Amazonian mm -hmm. is like, I love Amy. She is like the, one of the hardest, if not the hardest working person I have ever seen like in my life. And I just met her at PAX too. And she's just as awesome in person. And I have so much respect for her. And she makes every game that she plays and that I've ever had a chance to play with her just the best time I've ever had. And, uh, also the Asian Avenger Krim. I love playing with Krim. Mm -hmm. Uh, Krim is, uh, Krim is 
<laughs> Crim and I are a lot alike when it comes to like, I guess, I, don't, I guess the feralness. I don't even know how to describe us, but like, he's another one that I really enjoy uh, playing games with. Uh, Legend VD. I know that mm-hmm. you just did a um, an interview with him. I got to meet him in person. I've known him for a very long time. Uh, and just like a lot of people here, like I would say those are maybe the main people that I interact with. Mm-hmm. Um, I played with a lot of other people. I've done like a lot of different uh, like guests on other people's streams and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I don't, I have nothing but good things to say about like the Twitch streaming community. Like everybody is amazing and it weirdly like not to like get too weirdly parasocial with everybody, but like, I don't know. It just feels like I belong Mm -hmm. in it. Yeah. I think there's also just sort of like, you guys are all in the same industry. So even if you don't directly talk about it, there's something relatable about it because like, you know, completely what it means to have to like grind out like a, a 10 hour stream or whatever it is. Right. It's just like, there's just sort of unspokenness about it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You see them like, yeah, doing their thing and like, I don't know. It's just really cool. Yeah. I, so I gotta say, like, I I I only talked to Legend VD once for the interview, but I thought he was just amazing because by the way he he talks about his craft. Because I really I really don't know how to describe his, what he does other than just craft or work of art. Because he just puts so much intentionality and effort into his stuff, and he was also very honest about like streaming versus YouTubing. Like he mm-hmm. just he just much prefers YouTube because he has more. Uh, control over the process and things like that so um it's not a question here but i i just i just thought he was he was absolutely absolutely great yeah oh yeah i got to meet i got to meet with him in person a couple months ago and i can't wait for him to come back to atlanta like i've known him since i would say like 2020 like kind Mm -hmm. of pandemic-y times like we played among us together a lot i think that's when we i think i've I've, I've always watched him actually Mm -hmm. and then we kind of became um closer like just through like playing games and stuff and he's just the same in person as he is online like he's like he's so fucking smart and like he's just he's such a blast to be around and like i don't know i just i really respect him as a person and yeah Yeah. he's awesome I think in a lot of ways, you guys are are kind of opposites, in ter- at least in terms of public oh, behavior, yeah. because he's very quiet, reserved, just this sort of quiet confidence about him. Uh, and you're very confident, too, obviously, but not but totally <laughs> way, way louder. Right. <laughs> I mean, that, that's yeah, no, no, way louder. It's not just online. Like we're the, that's the, how it is in person, too. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> he, he, he's like very he's very shy, but it's like um, but I, but he's also very confident, like he knows what he wants to do. And uh, he actually told me like he never burned out of magic. He never felt that like he just he just wants to be thinking about magic all day, like building decks. And it's just like I'm just super happy that he found his uh, his calling, basically. So that's really. Oh, cool. yeah. Yeah. He's amazing at what he does. And it shows. Yeah. And I, I don't know Amy all that well, but I've definitely interacted with Krim a lot, too, because I had him on the podcast like a couple of years ago. Uh, oh. We've kept in touch. Uh, just an amazing guy. I actually met him at TwitchCon, like one of the TwitchCons before the pandemic. Um, you might have been one? there. As, it was... Um, 2019? It must have been 2019. Yeah. It was, I was there, yeah. Uh, yeah, I we didn't have a chance to meet, but I, 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 I met up with him and a whole bunch of people like uh, Gabby and... Uh, uh, 
yeah anyways he 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 was absolutely he was absolutely great uh is great and uh <laughs> he's doing what like pokemon content now he's a, he's a variety content guy so that's really cool. yeah all over the place everybody's everybody's going to the variety way he's also a musician right you know that right like he, yes he, uh-huh. yeah yeah so he was like playing in a huge band before just it's just amazing like people the people that get into into streaming like all walks of life basically oh yeah yeah all yeah. walks of life different aspects for sure so I was going to ask you, 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 you have also been public about like going on a kind of a fitness journey. Like, was that how, what, what motivated that for you? Was it just, was it like somehow the community or was it just something that you wanted to do on your own or what, what, what's the story behind that? So mentally I was like getting better, you know, from like 2019 and stuff kind of moving on and like, you know, then the pandemic hit, um, basically like 2019 happened, right. And then six months later, the whole world shut down. So like once things like felt like they were finally getting better, everything happened in the world. And then um, over time, I just became, you know, very isolated and very sedentary. Like this is a very isolating, sedentary job. Um, Like you sitting at a computer all day, like you're by yourself, like you have like people to talk to, but like there's no physical person in front of you. It's just kind of you're alone in a room with a webcam and um. I had reached a point where I was like the unhappiest I'd ever been with like myself and like my body. And like, I knew I could, I was getting my mind in where I want it to be. And I knew that like, it ties in with like, you know, your physical aspect too, like your endorphins that come from like working out and stuff. And so I just was like, I'm tired of feeling like this and looking like this. And so I'm going to do something about it. So I started going to the gym with my brother and his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I didn't know what I was doing. Right. And I would kind of watch them and follow them. And I slowly started to make changes in my life that I stopped drinking coffee and I like just little tiny things. Like I, in the past, when it comes to like working out and like you know, changing things, I would just head first. Okay. No more of this, no more crackers, no more. And that would work for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you just break. And so I learned for myself, it had to be like a slow burn. Like I had to, okay, Mm -hmm. like coffee, but like I'll still eat ice cream because I love ice cream. I don't want to (laughs) give up ice cream. I don't want to punish myself fully, but like, I do want to make smarter choices. And so I would just cut in the aspects that I felt like I could reasonably cut without throwing myself into a spiral. And I started working out more. And then eventually I started going by myself and then I started to see like progress and results. And I had got to a point where it was the most I had ever like weighed in my life and like the weakest I'd ever been to like, to be honest, the best shape I've ever been in my life. I think I've become so much stronger. I've lost uh, about 20 pounds. Mm-hmm. And it's just been a very good journey for me in that. And it's, and it helps with your head too. Like it helps mm-hmm. with your mental. Like I was always, I didn't want to hear it. I was like, I go to the gym. You feel better? Like, yeah, sure. Whatever. But I hate to say it, but it does help. It definitely, it definitely doesn't hurt. I'll say mm-hmm. that, but like it, it helped me essentially. You mentioned something, which I really agree with, which is that you have to do things gradual because I think a lot of the times in the world we are expected to think about overnight success and I, oh, yeah. I don't I don't think fitness is overnight I don't think no. streaming is overnight I, no. I think there's a lot of work involved and is is that the advice you would give to someone who would be 
considering something like this? Or is it um, like in terms of just getting healthier? Or do you have other things that you may want to say to to others about that or some advice? I think the thing that I would want to say is it is a slow process, but the time's going to go by regardless. So, I mean, you may as, I mean, if you're unhappy, you're probably going to be unhappy in a couple of months. So like little tiny changes, like I said, like the coffee thing Mm -hmm. was the only thing like I, and that's all. And now I'm like eating or trying to like eating better. Like I'm not eating as many sweets as I was. And I haven't had like, you know, like a sugary drink in about almost a year at this point, it just becomes habit. And just the biggest thing is just to be kind to yourself and like be just, and if you have like a cheat day, it's not the end of the world. Like if you like find yourself wanting coffee one day, like have a coffee, like if you restrict yourself, you're only going to want it more, but like, you know, give yourself like a little treat, like you're working for it. Right. Like you're trying to do better than you were doing months ago. And it's such a slow process, but like one day you'll look back and like, Oh shit. Like this is actually kind of working. Like I feel stronger. Like I'm able to like go up and downstairs without getting winded. That was a big thing for me. I was, I always get winded really easily. Um, mm-hmm. and now I'm able to like go up stone mountain in 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Like I never, and without stopping, that was mm-hmm. another thing. It was when I first noticed I didn't have to stop anymore going up stone mountain. And so just like little things like that. And it almost like fuels you wanting to do more because you know that you like, you know, that you're making progress, whether you see it or not, or you see it in like these little tiny aspects, like the time's going to go by regardless, just be kind to yourself along the way. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. And you said something to me that's very meaningful, which is don't treat this journey like all or nothing. Like it's okay to, I mean, I, I can't speak for you, but I mean, I, I fuck up all the time, right? People fuck up all yeah. the time. And if, you know, you have a cheat day here or somehow like you couldn't, you you gave in and you had a, a shot of coffee today or something, like it's not yeah. the end of the world. Don't feel like you've gone back to square one just because you did that. And yeah. I think that's really important. I like, I, so I had a kind of a rough uh, March into April and I am like, I took a month and a half off from the gym. Like a month and a half, like that's a long time, but like I've kept in the habit of like still trying to eat better and like not having the coffee that I would eat and like not buying the chips that I would buy. So like, I've still made progress in that sense. And I plan to go back, but like, it's not the end of the world. And given, given the, like, just how everything is like, you know, gestures vaguely to the entire world right now, just, <laughs> yeah. you're like, you're doing the best that you can and that is okay. And it is enough. Yeah. Yeah. In the grand scheme of things, two months is not that long in one's lifetime. So it's like, you just have no. to take a long, long view on it. Right. Yeah. Long view. All right. So I, I'm sure you didn't expect this to, for this to become some sort of fitness podcast. So I'm going to move on <laughs> with the okay. questions. Like we were talking about addiction and fitness and world of Warcraft. Foxy's like, yeah. what the heck did I sign up for here? I thought we we're going to, I thought we we're here to talk about magic. I'm sorry. This is not a magic. I'm just, strategy to, I'm just happy to be here. I'm good. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. Um, so the last part is we're going to do, I'm going to hand select is hand select even the right word? Like it's online. I'm going to select questions that people asked you and uh, we'll just make this kind of a rapid fire round, right? You just like the question is not related. So just, uh, is that okay with you to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. 
Uh, let me pick some questions here. You know, they say you can tell a lot about somebody by the questions that they're being asked by <laughs> their fans. Oh no! Or community. Oh god! Why? <laughs> <laughs> let me start off with one that because uh, oh, no. sometimes it's hard to tell if the questions are like trolls or they're actual questions oh, that's always <laughs> okay. an art I pro they're probably not trolls but well well they probably are tongue in but... cheek right okay yeah okay um okay let's let's just do some simple ones okay mario kart character pick one peach pokemon starter choice of the original 150 charmander all right See, that was easy, right? That that's yeah, that's legitimate easy. question. Okay. All right, legitimate softball, answer. softball. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I think you already mentioned this, but let's 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 see if you have a different answer. What's the best moment of your streaming life? Is there a moment? Right now. Wow, that's that's deep. Is that is that an answer? Is that a good I just that's that's a yeah, good philosophical right answer? Yeah, yeah. Um excellent. What is it about magic gameplay that you find the most enjoyable? Is it like brewing, puzzle solving, face-to-face -face interaction, being evil, etc.? B. <laughs> uh, it's the people. It is. It took me a long time to find my happy place, and my happy place is being around people that like to play magic and are a good group of people. So all-encompassing, the people, figuring out the puzzles, cracking packs, the art, all of it, the community, everything. Today, what do you enjoy playing more, arena or in-person paper magic? Ooh, I don't think, I think that they both serve their purposes for me. Um, I don't think I could pick one more than the other. I love the fact that I don't have to leave my house to play arena and I can do it for stream and it's a fun time, but it's also very lonely. I like the gathering part of Magic the Gathering. I like going to cons and like going to FNM and like being around like, the people I like hearing the booster packs being cracked open. I don't think I like more one more than the other. I think I like them both for their respective purposes in my eyes. Okay. This is a follow-up question by me, not, not from others, but okay. what do you have? Do you have, what's your, what's your most, what are the things that you most want to see change in arena? I know everybody has a list of a hundred, but maybe just like just the, the big things for you. Fix the bugs. <laughs> That's kind of a cop-out answer if I'm being honest. <laughs> I, I mean, that's the first thing that popped into my mind. Like, just, it's such a bummer. You mean the wildcard bug like, or the other bugs? There are many. When it comes when it comes to, like, seeing a bug constantly and it, like, either messes you up, it just, there's a lot of bugs at Arena that I just, you know, and if they, they, they've been around for a while, it's like, yeah, it's just, yeah, the bugs. So you have and... something against the insect uh, type, creature type? Is that what it oh, is? Oh, yeah, they're icky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay what what are some of the your favorite okay let, let me change this question what's okay. do you have an all-time favorite draft deck like do you remember like oh man that was like the deck for whatever reason there are there are over the last three and a half years of streaming there are definitely decks that stay in my mind like not a lot but i can think of like a handful of decks that i'm like hold this is this is god's perfect deck this is it it doesn't get any like and I have a couple like the games that happen, like the whole mm -hmm. experiences, like sometimes I'll like or games, not even decks. Sometimes I have perfect like games that I love. I usually put them on YouTube because mm -hmm. I don't want to lose them because Twitch rotates VODs out every 60 days. Mm -hmm. I don't really use my YouTube just to store Twitch VODs, but um 
yeah, either decks or games that just really stick out to me. What's more rewarding, like a really cool game or like a really awesome draft deck that comes together? Really awesome draft deck feels good in the sense that like I made it, I was able to draft it a long way, but really good games, whether like I go two and three or something, but they just are really good and kind of like, I feel like I played really well, honestly feel more rewarding than the deck, I guess. Because if like, you know, a lot of luck is in draft. Like if I open up four bombs, like, yeah, this deck is a banger and it went seven and oh, but it had like amazing bombs in it. Like, obviously I also played, you know, my hardest and everything, but like it's, there's something about playing through a game with like just a bunch of commons and uncommons that you end up winning. That didn't look like it was winnable. It just, there's something more rewarding in that sense for me. Yeah. I, I can relate to that. It's sort of like, if you have a really amazing, uh, bomb filled deck, then it, it, in a lot of ways it plays itself, but sometimes yeah. when you can squeeze out these edges where it's like this, this deck just honestly is trash, but I can, I managed to squeeze out a win or something or by doing something cool and outplayed, maybe outplayed somebody who had a much better deck. Like that's pretty cool too. Right. Oh yeah. That, that takes the cake for me in that sense. Yeah. Have you, so you're primarily a, a streamer and variety streamer by now, <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess you could say variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you mentioned just now like using YouTube more like to store the the Twitch vods, but are there other aspects of content creation you're considering exploring, like uh, like podcasting, writing articles, a podcast of your own, a collaborative show, or something else? Um, honestly, I think my strong suit is in real time like in live whether that's guesting on somebody else's show or like guesting on something but just mainly streaming like yeah youtube like sure maybe but i just don't think that's something that i guess i could have a small interest in it but i don't think that that's something that is in my strong suit so you mean like having something that's a bit more scripted right like okay i'm gonna write out what i'm gonna say and then put the camera on and, yeah. and say it or write it. Yeah. I don't like, yeah, I'm not a big fan. I'm more of like on the fly. Like I like interacting with people. Like I love, I love talking. Like I could talk for literal hours. I, I do it for stream, right? Like I could just, I've learned to talk to myself at this point. I like it to be like a consistent that like, I love talking to like people while I stream. Like it, I, it sounds, this may sound wild. I hate saying chat. I hate, like, I love talking to chat or like, yeah, chat says it. It sounds so like, I don't know how to describe it. Not like what, like, impersonal or something? Like, or in, yeah, it sounds so impersonal because like, they're not just chat, like they're little People. shits, you know? Like they're little fuckers. <laughs> like, like is, that I, what you, I, is that what you call your fans, little fuckers? Oh yeah, <laughs> little, little shits, absolutely. Okay, okay. I, I'm learning a lot in this uh, yeah. conversation. It's good. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, so live is your, is your strong soup. And I'm wondering, like, do you have any idea where you get that from? Is it, this is my question. Like, is it, is it like, did you have an improv background where you always like kind of a, a joker? Are you just, were you always like a, an amazing public speaker? Like how, where do you think got, you got it from? No, not at all. I, I like was terrified of it. Like I like to make I like to make people laugh or like assume that they're, I can't see that they're laughing. So in my mind, I'm like, yeah, they're totally fucking yucking it up right now. Like I'm killing it easy, but like, <laughs> no, it's, I like to, I don't know. I like to put on a fucking shot. Like I like to have, it's just so fun. 
I don't know. I just have so much fun. Like, this is just such a good, I'm just happy to be here and it's such a good fucking time. And I like to make it a fun time for other people. Like, I really genuinely care that like, I'm trying to think of a way to like, people like will say things like, you know, this is like, you perked me up from this. Like I've had a rough day or like, if there's something about like being that for other people that just. Sure. It's like taking care of other people, right? Like there's just giving them a good time or having, making your day better. Yeah. Yeah. Just making people happy. I don't know. Yeah. Have you considered being like a front woman in a band or something? Cause that sounds like you'd be good for that too. Assuming you can (laughs) sing or play an instrument. I don't know about that. I so. can't. No, but I can yell. So maybe yeah, some yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, can, Who knows? Yeah, maybe you can find the right band, right? Dude, I, I mean, as much as I yell and scream, it's a fu- knock on wood. It's a miracle my voice hasn't given out at this point. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering if you like, what do you do to take care of your your uh, vocal cords? You must do something, right? Nothing. <laughs> vibes. I'm rocking off straight fucking vibes at this point. Okay very very talented and very uh very durable it seems right yeah Yeah, there you go okay next question i want you to rank the following pie cake cheesecake ice cream and provide logic for for your ranking so again i'll say it's these four things pie cake cheesecake because cheesecake is not cake and ice cream ice cream is number one easy when I'm it, it's my favorite like dessert of all of the desserts what's your favorite uh, flavor coffee chip from Haagen-Dazs oh my fucking god it's so good it is so good I'm kind of like a creature of habit if I like a thing like that's the thing that I like until I feel physically ill with it so uh coffee chip and then cheesecake and then cake and I don't even consider pie a thing I do like pecan <laughs> pie around Thanksgiving pie is not even on the tier list it. right no yeah. who cares about pie nobody cares about pie hmm Okay, so cheesecake is like there's basically just one type of cheesecake, but for cake, do you have any particular flavors? Is it is it also red velvet? Be red velvet. Okay. Red velvet. It's honestly red velvet cake is just a vehicle to get cream cheese icing into my mouth with a socially acceptable manner. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. Hey, you got to treat yourself sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, um, treat yourself. Yeah. So. Last question, Boxy. What's the best place for people to find you on social, on wherever it is that you would like to be found? On Twitch, I'm just Voxy. On Instagram, uh, YouTube, and Twitter, I'm Voxy Twitch. Excellent. And I lied. That that was not the last question because you just I just okay, thought of another. All right. One. Okay. A this is, this okay, is going to be ready. this What's is this is, this is going to be the most controversial question of all time. Crap. Like, um, how did you come up with the name Voxy? Because I assume, I can only assume this is not your birth name. It was not on your birth certificate. How did <laughs> no, you get Voxy? it's not. I wish I had a cool fucking answer for you, James. I'm gonna let, I used to be Voxer TV before I got partnered, V-O-X-R TV. And when I got partnered, I was able to switch it. I wanted Vox, V-O-X, but I guess there's a media company, so they wouldn't yeah, let me have Yeah, big media company, yeah. Yeah, big media sued. company. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I couldn't go by that. They're like, can you pick something else? I was like, okay, we'll add a Y, I guess, at the end. And I did. And I literally, I wanted a short, cool sounding name. That's it. Like I wanted an X and like an R in there and a V. Like I wanted it to uh-huh. be like four letters or less. And I just thought it sounded cool. And I don't know. How, how, I, how'd you come I, up with Voxer in the first place, though? 
I just thought it sounded cool. I was like, Voxer sounds sick. I don't know. I, I literally couldn't tell you. I just thought hmm. it sounded sick. I like, I like like shorter names. Like all of my names in World of Warcraft were things where like I was a fan of like just words. Like I my warlock's name was Swear. My priest's name was Bind. Like I like just like short little names. Are you just secretly lazy and you just don't want to type that many characters into your login or is that what it is? I'm just kidding. James, that's none of your business. Okay. (laughs) All right. I thought we were having a nice time. I'm sorry. I Uh, I killed killed the vibe right there. Yeah. The vibe Uh, is off. The vibes are off. Oh man, I was looking nice, for though. some. I was looking for some profound answer, like you know, this is like I know, you know I know, my middle name yeah, and my like, birth oh, certificate. Shit. This is like an anagram of like uh, <laughs> Y X O V or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, Voxy, it's been awesome. I had a great time chatting with you. I certainly had a good time, and uh, I hope whoever listens to this can get a better sense of. Uh, who you are as a person. Although I don't think that would be an issue if they just watch uh, a few minutes of your stream. So <laughs> too true. Thank you for listening to this episode of Humans of Magic. To support the show, visit humansofmagic.com, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Humans of Magic. And you can also consider supporting us at patreon.com slash humans of magic. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.